That was that was good. That was really good. Uh, I I have been so enjoying tonight. Um, it's funny it, uh, uh, because of the cross, we are we are told by God not to remember the former things, not to remember the things of the past, because He doesn't want us to. He doesn't want guilt and condemnation and shame to weigh us down. But the Bible does want us to remember certain things. I mean, it does God wants us to remember? The Bible talks about many times, especially over and over again in the Psalms. You know, remember, remember, remember. Uh, early in the Pentateuch, remember, remember. Um, and so God likes. He actually made us to be storytellers. And and so I want to tell you that a lot of times we get so caught up in content, but what you just heard tonight was about ten or fifteen amazing life sermons. Um, because a story has has the power to change you. Um, I, I understand some of you are thinking, you know, well, where's that in Scripture? Where's this in Scripture? Well, there's plenty of Scriptures we could give you. But a lot of times we stay in our heads with Scriptures, and it's not changing us. Um, whereas some, so when we see a life change, it's one thing for us to say, Jesus is real, he's alive, he set you free, and we're all like, yes, amen, that's true. It's entirely another thing to see an actual life where he did that, and you and you and you can celebrate with them and see the transformation. So I want to encourage you that that very real Jesus is very real for you. Um, that you are not excluded from anything you've heard here tonight. That's the whole point of a testimony is for you to understand that what what God, the kinds of things He would do here and here and here, He will absolutely do for you. Sometimes we can get tripped up though if we think it has to happen the exact same way. So these stories are meant to encourage you mainly to go, continue to go deeper in your relationship with the Lord. Um, the ten, the story of the ten virgins, the five that have oil, the five that don't. The point of that was you can't suddenly go get oil. Meaning your relationship is yours. You can't buy someone else's oil. Um, we can pray for a lot of things and we can impart a lot of things, but intimacy with the Lord isn't one of them. I, you know, I can't, I can't have a growing intimate friendship with Suzanne unless, unless we spent months, then years, decades together. Our relationship is so much deeper and better now than it was, you know, than in our early years, so much better. But, but it require it's that day in, day out. Some of you are thinking, well, gosh, I don't have that wow encounter with Jesus. Am I even saved? And have you ever think that? Am I spiritual enough? Um, here's the thing. Um, you're saved because you believe that Jesus died for you and paid for your sin as the son of God. That scripture makes it really clear. That's what, that's what brings you into this covenant of grace. But far too many believers are, are thinking it's all about heaven and hell when the reality is it's about intimacy. It's, and how close do you want to be? He wants closeness with you all the time. He wants to take you so deep. And there is a, we do have a part to play. It can't just be, God, you know my address. You know where to find me if you want to, you know, strike, strike me with whatever, a vision. Um, no, it actually, you can't make things, you can't make certain things happen. You can't just say, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hold my breath until God gives me a vision. You know, what will happen is you'll pass out. Um, <laughs> but you can't 
You can't make him. But I will tell you this, the ones that want friendship with God, the ones that choose friendship, the ones that want to spend time sitting at his feet like Mary, he says, those are the ones, those are the ones I love to touch in special ways. He touches all of his kids. Don't get me wrong. You know, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. He loves all his kids across the earth for God so loved the world. But there's something about his kids that actually want him, really, really want him. It does something to his heart. He can't help himself. There's just certain things he's going to, kisses from heaven, certain things he's going to do for you. Um, so, so don't compare yourself to others. Don't say, well, I didn't have that experience, so therefore he doesn't love me. That's, you're getting it all wrong. Go after the friendship, which is your choice to continue to spend the time, continue to seek him, even those days when you're not feeling it too much. I have those days. What? Just wanted to see if I caught anybody there. Okay, yeah. I, can, I have those days. Um, apparently, Anthony does not, which is why I'm going to hang around him more and more often. <laughs> We've had some great conversations. I, lo- I love Anthony. And I believe him. He, he, truly, I do. I believe him. He's got this intimacy that's just, wow. And I, and I have a lot of intimacy with the Lord, but it isn't all the time. And um, I wanted to give you, um, well, I wanted to give you some, uh, just a little bit of, of um, s- some things that will be helpful, maybe some, some things that help me. And understand, again, this is not, um, Brent said, this is what, the way he does it, therefore, this is what's going to work for me. That's not actually true. What is true is you have to, you have to um, figure out for yourself what the relationship with the Lord is like for you. Because just like any parent who has more than one child treats, treats each child differently because they all have different personalities, and you don't, you don't discipline the same, you don't, they, they don't, you don't, uh, their love languages aren't the same, you understand? And it's the same for you, and God knows how you're wired, so he knows how to touch you. Um, but for me, for some, for some, one of the things I would tell you, just as a key for me, if you're not, uh, times when you're not really feeling the Lord's presence, for me, it helps a lot to not keep it inside of my head, but to speak things out. Sometimes I think when we're trying to have time with the Lord, but it's all inside of our heads. How many of you know, you got a lot of thoughts. I, I don't know how many scientists say, you know, how many thoughts you have in a minute, but it's astronomical. Um, whereas when you start saying things out loud, and for me, one of the things that helps is I start to say, I actually start to talk about what God thinks of me. I know that may sound a little like, um, what, what would that be? You know, self-centered. But I promise you, it has the opposite effect, which means it connects me with his heart and gets me very focused on him. But for me, you know, it's great to say, I love you. Oh, God, I, Jesus, I love you. And I say those things. But often for me, what, what is a, a bigger breakthrough is, wow, Papa, I'm your boy. See, I can get emotional about this. I'm your son. I'm the one you want. I'm the one you chose. You like me. And there's something about it that makes it all feel so, start to feel so real again and brings me into a place often that's followed up by Thanksgiving. Again, this is not, um, I've, I've heard these things taught as, as a, a, what, a, well, principles, but a way that you have to do it to get an outcome. Try to strike that, those thoughts. Like you have to do it this way if you want to get close to God. Um, I think that really binds people up a lot. 
But for me, a lot of times, too, that grateful heart is really starts, especially when I'm starting to experience his presence. Um, just this morning, I had one, one of those moments, just, just crying, thanking God for Suzanne. She wasn't there at the time. I told her about it later. Um, and then often that just comes into other things I'm thankful for. And, you know, sometimes when we hear it as, as a rule, we're like, okay, Lord, thank you for the flowers. Thank you for the sun. Let's see, I have to thank him for how many things? Um, thank you for the pink flowers and thank you for the purple flowers. You know, have I said thank you enough so that I can get into God's presence? You're missing it. You know, it's friendship. It's, it's wow, God, you would do that for me. Wow, I mean that much to you that you'd give me a blessing like this. Um, so there's a lot of other things that I could tell you, but I just wanted to tell you a little bit. You know, um, scriptures, reading scriptures out loud. When you read the Bible and you come to a passage that kind of intrigues you, so it does, all of a sudden you're reading along and all of a sudden something, you go, huh. It may just start with a huh. Hmm. That's, that's probably the Holy Spirit saying, oop, pause button, stop, stop and ask me about this. Let's linger here. Because the point of Scripture is to draw you in deeper to the Lord. It's not, the point of Scripture is not to read Scripture. point of scripture is not to check off another chapter off your list. I promise you, can I tell you something Jesus is not going to ask you when you get to heaven? He is not going to ask you how many times you read through the Bible. He's not going to ask you how many verses you memorized. And those are good things. Don't get me wrong. The scriptures lead us into the Lord when we approach it with a heart that wants to know him. That's the key, to know him, to know him, to know him, to know him. Ask for Holy Spirit's help. Here's another really great tip. I'm giving you my best tips. Are you writing these down? This is totally off the cuff. I'm giving you my best tips. They're not secrets anymore. Ask Holy Spirit for help. Ask him for help. What is it that you want? Do you want to get closer to the Lord? Holy Spirit, help me to get closer to who? Do you want to get closer to Jesus? Help me to get closer to Jesus. Help me to know you, Holy Spirit. Um, before, as you're reading the scriptures, Holy Spirit, would you, would you make this come alive to me? Because it doesn't feel very alive to me. See, just be real and talk to him and ask him for help. It's what he's here to do. It's amazing how much we don't ask him for when he's the greatest gift given to us. We're never alone. Um, my, my story I, I, some of you have heard this before, but that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll share a story I know you haven't heard. Okay. Nancy hasn't heard it, so I'm doing this for you, Nancy. Um, this first story, I don't think any of you have heard, but when I was, um, I, I, used, I lived in Pacifica until I was five with my brother, Dirk, and some others in my family. And um, he has a lot more memories than I do because he's my older brother. Isn't that right, Dirk? We're just going to settle this once and for all. <laughs> I love my brother. Um, so sometime, because I moved when I was five up to, uh, down to Southern California, so sometime before I was five, so I'm guessing three, four, I was in a Presbyterian church, and my mom tells me that the, the pastor was up there. Of course, he's got the robes on and all that in that tradition. And so 
She says that I leaned over and I asked her, is that God? I know you haven't heard that story. And where, <laughs> and where, where Jesus became really real to me, um, seventh grade, even though I grew up in a Christian home, I really didn't know about a personal relationship with Jesus. And so I went to a, a camp at Mount Hermon. And um, the counsel, a counselor was there asking all the kids in his group, um, you know, is there anyone here who hasn't um, given their lives to Jesus, you know, uh, trusted Jesus? And I, I'm like, I kind of raised my hand, and then I realized I was the only one in the circle raising my hand. Whoops. Okay. I um, guess that would be me. And um, But later he went, uh, he didn't actually, you know, in front of everyone right then just, um, just lead me. But later on he... Um, we were uh, supposed to be bunking down for the night, and he was off at a counselor meeting, and so we were all rowdy. And, you know, until, until he starts walking back, shh, it's a counselor, everybody shut up. <laughs> Jump back in bed, you know. It's kind of like that. And so then he came in. Uh, I still remember what he looks like. I, I cannot remember his name, but, man, I have thanked God for him so many times. Some of you that have done this where you just, like, prayed for one person in your life one child or one and you you wonder did it make a difference so um he came over to my bunk and uh he said hey you know you said earlier you didn't uh give your life to jesus yet do you want to do that do you want to give your heart to jesus and and decide to follow him and and i said yeah i want to do that so um so we prayed and uh, he led me in a prayer, and we prayed. And right after he did, I just felt, I was, I was laying down, and it was dark because the lights were out, and I was laying down and felt this warmth all through my body. And uh, Jesus definitely came in and took up residence, never the same. I was never the same. Doesn't mean I didn't have struggles or, or go on detours. Uh, we all can and do at times. And um, the Lord graciously comes after us and comes after us and comes after us because he he has to have us <sighs> so um well i want to okay i'm going to end with with uh two two videos right at the end here i have um uh, um I, I i ran into this video before when we're talking about coming when jesus has come back to your first love I saw this video, and it actually, to me, seemed like a really good um, picture of, uh, of coming back um, to a love. I just want to show it to you. Um, I'm going to have to skip one. There we go. Here it is.
awesome. Get back in touch with somebody today. You'll be glad you did that, that somebody first and foremost would be Jesus. And um, no matter how much time you think has passed, he remembers. He remembers the good times you had. He said, oh, there's more. There's lots more good times to be had. Just come on. Let's just get back together again. And uh, I want to show one more video because that one, of course, made me think about um, Lucy in, uh, in Narnia. That whole series she had she had his heart aslan's heart who represents jesus in a way that the other kids didn't you know that right and it was because she loved him so much it reminds me of of the apostle john the one even in the midst jesus closest three there was john john was the one that was so close to jesus heart that even peter leaned over that one time when he wanted to know is it i lord he's like john go ask go ask jesus is it me um why you know why did john have that place because because he he had so much love he expressed so much love for the lord um and so here's one more video of just of of lucy and her relationship with aslan but again as you're watching this i am asking that the holy spirit would grip your heart for what you can have with jesus and how much your love to him makes a difference it makes a big difference to him
Let's just pray for a moment. Jesus, you are the one that we love. You're the one that we want. You're the one that we need. There's no other. Thank you that you chose us first. You're the one. You're the one that came into our lives. Even when we ignored you, even when we ran from you, it didn't matter. You came after us. You said, I choose you. I choose you. I choose you. I choose you. I want you. So thank you. And Jesus, we do want more and more intimacy. We want friendship with you. We want to be the one like the Apostle John, like like Lucy in this video, the one that gets to walk with you. And that one is not only the one that has fun times with you, but even the one that walks with you in the sorrow. It's, it's, It's living all of life with you. It's not saying, well, you can have this part of my life, but not that part, where we're just gonna live all of life with you and expose our whole heart to you and say, Jesus, you said you love me. Even though this is what my heart has in it, you said you love me. So let's go there. Let's go there together. And I'm asking... I'm asking in these next days that there would be such a deposit, even from this time that has been left in people's hearts, that there will be a a deeper longing, but also fulfilling of the time that they spend with you, a fulfillment in their hearts. That they will will, um, experience some things, hear your voice in ways they haven't. Just be encouraged in ways that they need. And thank you, Jesus. You are the one that, that calls us friends. You call us friends, not servants, friends. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I love how that video ended towards the end when they was walk when they were walking up with him. And then the thrones, you, you know, that Jesus says we'll, we'll rule and reign with him. You know, that that's more real than we understand. Um, and so in this life, we get to we get to get as close to him as possible. I know we're all longing for that day when we see him face to face and we just melt in his presence. I know that some of us get glimmers of those. We'll see visions. We'll see dreams. I, I, I know. And that's awesome. And there's one day when we're going to see him face to face. But I want to tell you, in this life, you can have so much more. You can have so much more with him. So this is just a huge, you know, cheering you on and rally cry to say, come on, you guys, let's let's keep going deeper. And And the reason this ties into the harvest is because the more intimate we are with him, the more of his love that's going to shine out. And I'm telling you, that's what this world is hungering for. So intimacy will lead to a very fruitful and beautiful life, and that's going to be very attractive to those who want him. Um, can I ask, um, do we have a prayer team that's, that's good to go for tonight? We didn't really say, but I would love to have you up here. Come on up, yeah. And in fact, if it's sparse, if there's some from the other prayer team that are willing, please come up. Last week, uh, by the way, it's a little a couple minutes after night, and so parents, if your kids are over there, please do get them first. 
Um, last week we had a prayer for healing. We saw um, many people were healed. Uh, I'd love to hear the stories, even of those that got prayed for, maybe experienced degrees, measures, or full healing later on. But here's what I want to say is don't be discouraged. Jesus is our healer, as Nancy was so rightly proclaiming. And when someone proclaims that our spirit knows it's true, there's a yes and amen in our spirit. And then when we don't always see instantly what we're praying for, we can get discouraged. But I want to tell you that that every time we're praying, the Lord is listening. Every time we're praying, he's acting. Something is going on. He has given us bodies that heal. Not only is he the healer, but he's given us bodies that heal. You, you understand that, right? I mean, you know that just when you cut your hand and a week later it's it's healed over. He gave us bodies that heal because we're made in his image. But I'm also saying there is there is uh, more healing available. Please don't get discouraged. Um, keep coming for prayer. The bowls, the prayers are filling up the bowls of incense in heaven. Things are happening. God sometimes has timing for things that, that really make a lot of sense when we see the whole big picture. But sometimes we can't see that. So please come forward if you want prayer. And um, you know what I'm going to do on, on our way out ahead? Is that, is that um, did you already disconnect at all? Okay. Um, if we could just put music on then. Um,